We want to thank the following sponsors for football this year. We want to thank Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa, Mike's Auto Sales of Muscatine, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent, Home Plate Sports Cars of Oskaloosa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, R&B Brake Sports Cars of Dubuque, Iowa, Richardson's Tech Solutions, Farmers Co-op and Vision Ag, and the Packwood Locker, soon-to-be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. Well, we want to thank the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon-to-be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa, for presenting high school playoff uh, football. And uh, we've got uh, uh, Jeff Mills of Real Smart Highlights. Jeff, uh, you were in Minneapolis tonight. Yes, sir. It was a great game. Yeah, it sounded like it really was. we didn't have a lot of uh, Round Guy Radio family success tonight, but you uh, were at one uh, one of the the most successful ones. Uh, and Meepo, the Meepo Bulldogs are moving on, baby. They're sub-state. Yeah. Right. yeah. Play a great game tonight. <clears throat> well, uh, why don't you go ahead and give us the details, kind of give us a, the run of the – you said um, it was the second half when uh, – um, Meepo really start taking over, huh? Yeah. Um, first quarter, you know, they went back and forth a couple times. Both defenses were shutting each other down. It looked like it was going to be one of them grinded out, score once or twice type of games, and you're going to get the win. But uh, right at the beginning of the second quarter, um, Meepo or Comanche was threatening to score. They got it down to like the three yard line, and I think uh, a holding, and then tough uh, defense from Meepo, held them out of the end zone. They were able to keep them out from scoring there. And um, Meepo marched right down the field after that. I believe it was Jackson Hutchinson put in the first touchdown. It was like from a yard out. Uh, They methodically drive down the field. It was two, uh, I think Miller hooked up with Aiden Nelson for one completion, got him down close, and then it was run, run, run. And eventually Hutchinson got into the end zone to put him up 7-0. And that was actually the score heading into halftime. So it was a, a nail-biter up until about that point. And um, Meepo got the ball second half. And uh, I believe they got stopped and punted back to uh, Comanche. But then uh, Comanche got held out again, I believe, down in the red zone, if I remember correctly. But somehow Meepo ended up getting the ball back. And they went hurry up. And they hadn't done that all game. It was a real quick game. Like, there were, there were a lot of run not a lot of passing. The clock was moving fast. But they uh, all of a sudden went into hurry up and kind of caught Comanche off guard, I think. Comanche defense wasn't really ready for it. And uh, they ended up getting back in, getting going down again, and Hutchinson scored another touchdown, putting them up 14-0. And from that point, Meepo really didn't look back. Uh, just their defense, Chet Moore, completely was all over the place, played a heck of a game. A couple other kids, Alton Wonderlick, I know, played great. Grady Gunn made some great plays uh, in the secondary for him. Um, as far as defensively, I, that's all the names that come off of the top of my head. But they played really great ball tonight. Pitched a shutout. Um, Noah Schmidgall did get a, the third touchdown for the Minneapolis Bulldogs. It was a lot of the more of the same. Grinded out. Pound running football. Pound it right down your throat. And, uh, 
People ended up pulling it out and uh, getting a 27 nothing. Hutchinson ended up with three touchdowns. They're all from one or two yards out, so that kind of tells you how their offense is moving. Just take what they'll give you and pound, 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 and put it in. So, but that was basically the the gist of the game. Comanche had some great players. Their quarterback looked really, really good for the most part. Bryce Buckley. I know. Uh, He's had a pretty good year quarterback for him. I was looking up some of his stats. He looked like a pretty good player, and he did. He he ran the ball really well and threw the ball well for uh, the Storm team there, so he looked good. And they got a wide receiver, Josh Wiersma, had a few catches. He looked he looked decent, but Meepo's uh, defense just kind of controlled this game and didn't give him a whole lot to work with. So in the end, that was it. Meepo moves on and gets that, that round eight. Well, they've uh, kind of been on a roll here. I, I can't remember like week two or three or something last time they lost. Uh, yeah. And, and yeah. they just kind of put it together. And they, the timing, you know, you and I, I saw them play the, uh, 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 mid-prairie. And uh-huh. we, we really seen that timing, you know. Uh, sounds like they, they got their timing together in this game too. Yeah, absolutely. They're, they continue to roll on all cylinders and, most aspects. I mean, they look really good tonight. I, I will say that. They look like a really good football team. So, Well, uh, I'm going to ask you about some of these players' uh, uh, nights. Um, uh, and first, uh, that wide receiver that you had, uh, I've had some colleges ask me about him. What's his name? One that caught uh, that? For uh, Comanche or for, for No, for Meepo. For Meepo, there's uh, Aiden Nelson. Yeah, Aiden Nelson. Yeah, he's a real elite athlete. Uh, um, what did you think of him? Uh, every time I've watched him play, he's made great plays. Uh, he looks like a, he's fast. Yeah, you know, he makes great catches. He's got really good hands. Um, every time I, I've watched him three times this year now, and uh, every time he's made big plays, every game I've been to. So I, I've always been impressed with him, what little bit I've been able to watch him this year, the three games I was there. Well, here's another player, uh, and I got a little breaking news for you. All right. Uh, had to come up with a nickname for this kid because he is impressing the heck out of me. Uh, he pressed me up there uh, uh, in Wellman when you and I was there. You've seen him more than I have. But it's, uh, we're calling this guy Chet the Jet Moore. Uh, <laughs> um, he's all over the field. His jets never stop. Uh, uh, um, his motor never stops running. He puts up all kinds of numbers. Uh, Scotty, I had Scotty Melvin look into him. Uh, he's Scotty Melvin approved. Uh, what do you, what about this kid and his ability and, and what did he do tonight? Um, he played great defensively. He was like, like you said, he's all over the place. He makes plays uh, in the linebacker position, like, uh, like probably better than most I've watched all year long. He's definitely on top of that list of linebackers. He's got the size. And he makes great tackles. He breaks down uh, quarterbacks. He he played really great tonight. I don't have a, a stat sheet in front of me, but uh, I would probably say he led the team in tackles. Would be my guess. Well, I imagine um, you know it just a big it just stacks onto a big pile that he's got going on. Well, there's another kid in this running back. Uh, he he really put in a big big uh, uh, week of work last week. And it's Jackson, Starsky, and Hutchinson. Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, like the kid that. is a um, – he's a touchdown scoring machine. He is. 
Yeah, he's put three or four on the board. I know at least three in every game I've been to, all three games I've been to this year. I kind of like to call him like the workhorse. Of, you know, yeah, he's, he is a workhorse. He'll have a big completion, and they'll just give it to uh, Jackson Hutchinson, and he'll finish off the drive. And he, he's got speed, too. He can buck one off for 30, 40 yards at the same time. So he, he's a lot of fun to watch for sure. He's a little bit of a, a Walter Payton kind of runner, too. You know what I mean? He doesn't uh, – yeah. I mean, he'll run to daylight, but uh, there's somebody in front of him. He'll stiff arm him, run right at him. You know, he don't really yeah, avoid tackles. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's not scared of contact at all. Well, I think he's one of the guys that – I mean, obviously he's good. I mean, he's got his team in the in, in the sub-state. So, I mean – but I think yeah. it's, I think his time's going to come where people are going to appreciate him a little bit more. Well, um, what about my man Drew the Killer Miller? Uh, did he get a punt or anything tonight? Or uh, I know he kicked a couple kickoffs through the uprights. <laughs> 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 um, I he had a couple punts, but uh, I don't think they were able to down it. I actually think they went in for a touchback, which is not like him i guess he didn't have a whole lot of them this year but commands wasn't even returning the ball they were just uh they didn't even have a guy back there they were just letting him punt it and going from there <laughs> <laughs> man that's that's awesome man yeah, yeah. that's like uh, a baseball when you just come to the plate and they just walk you i don't want no part of this. <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah uh, so, but uh well he's also a pretty dang good quarterback uh and, and he's kind of a leader on this team you know, and he knows how to mix it up between he's got a good receiver and he's got a good running back and he's got a whole lot of other stuff around him. And, and obviously they got a good offensive line. Um, but um, how is his decision-making? How well do you distribute the ball? Um, how did, good, did, he, did he mix up the run in the pass? And did he mix up a little bit of run himself there? Yeah, he ran the ball great tonight. Uh, they did not pass the ball a whole lot. I don't. I can only count on my hand maybe the amount of times they passed tonight. It was run heavy, run the clock down, kind of like your Iowa offense, <laughs> that kind of thing. But um, as far as running the ball, he, he ran great. He broke out a couple of real nice runs, got him down to the two or three. And like I said, the workhorse Hutchinson would punch it in for him. Um, he had a couple of nice completions. One to Aiden Nelson, I know for sure. The few times he did throw the ball. But he looked great. He did his part and uh, played a heck of a ball game. So, all right. Well, is there anything else about this game you want to talk about? Uh, just offhand, I don't think so. I, I think that's about all I had. Yeah, we covered it pretty completely. Uh, but I did want to go through some of these other scores as uh, this late in the season. It's uh, 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 um, kind of a sad tale after this uh, next game we're going to talk about, but. Uh, Winfield Mount Union Wolves roll on into their uh into their sub state uh against the really talented Moravia Mohawks team. Uh 34 to 6 here. Um some nice goal line stands, uh, I believe right at the half. Uh, and just stellar defense all the way around against super high powered Moravia Mohawks and uh um Shane Helmick over there. He's a great quarterback, so this is a pretty, pretty big, big time win, and pretty impressive. But uh, you, you said you heard a little bit that Cam Buffington might got a little dinged up. 
Yeah, the game I was at, they were uh, announcing scores there, and uh, I believe the announcer said that Cam was hurt. So I don't know. I don't don't put any credence on that because I don't know that for sure. But that's just what I heard. So yeah, and uh, well, Scotty was there. Um, Andy Kretzinger was there, but I haven't heard back from either of them. And uh, I list they had a, a video or audio only uh, that I kind of checked in on. Uh, uh, a little bit about the game, but I don't know any of the specifics about it. Uh, but we'll we'll get with them later. But I want to keep the scores rolling. Um, or did you have anything else about this game or hear anything about it? That uh... nope, just what you got final score. That's about all I know about it. All right. Well, uh, our good friends, uh, the Mid Prairie Golden Hawks, have a pretty outstanding season going. Um, but uh, it comes to an end tonight. Uh, as they run into a Prairie City Monroe team that uh, uh, I did see, uh, uh, they got a win against Sigourney Kyoto, so they uh, obviously pretty dang good, and they look pretty good tonight here as they roll thirty six to nothing. Um, uh, that Brady Weber was coming off a five touchdown game; uh, he threw for five different touchdowns, but um, wow. obviously uh, Prairie City Monroe's much too much here. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, even sadder news here uh, as uh, Dyke New New Hartford comes into the snake put the Wolverines uh, put the bite on the Cobras, and they come out this is a 28-18 win, you know. Uh, SK was able to do quite a bit, but it wasn't quite enough. They got a field goal early, uh, and then, uh, you know, they, they get a big – score and then they you know like they i think the last time they scored and kind of really did get back into the game they kicked off and they ran it in for a touchdown you know and that kind of takes the wind out of your sails if you know what i mean you know you finally get some they had to work so hard to get that touchdown but um definitely a lot of great players in this but cole kindred really um played his heart out tonight uh and he you know made some big catches He, he came in there and you used him as a running back, got quite a few yards, uh, great effort, but, uh, just heartbreaker for, you know, you guys like you and me that get so invested in a team and, you know, and you know, they're so good, but, uh, the Dyke New Hartford was, you know, my hat's yeah. off to them. They played really great. There's a lot of heartbreakers tonight for both of us, I think. <laughs> and here's another one, uh. It doesn't get any heartbreakier than this. Uh, the Don Bosco Dons hold off, come back really uh, late in the game, and beat the Waco Warriors twenty-eight to twenty. It was a great game. Waco really uh, kind of took it to them early in the game, but it did seem like there were some red zone opportunities. It just they didn't just quite push push it in. But I mean, Waco was much bigger and. Uh, Don Bosco was unraveling and stuff. They were doing a lot of penalties and, you know, turnovers. And uh, Hunter Hughes, I think, got one. Uh, a lot of great plays, some really good, like, blocking and downfield blocking. Housing Gay ran great. Um, uh, Reese Oswald, you know, he got some big tough yards. I think he got in the end zone. Uh, man, that was just a heartbreaker all the way around. I don't even know what I can say about it. Uh, but uh, did you hear, hear anything uh, else about it? 
No, I haven't heard. I was just getting scores. But uh, is Don Bosco, is that who Winfield will play next week? Do you know that? I think it is. Same pod? I think they're, yeah, I think it was the winner of that one. They're all in the same pod there. Yeah, that's what I got to. Okay. So let me see here if I can get some of these other scores in for you. Uh, saw a little bit of this Wapsie Valley, Makota, Makoka uh, the Valley uh, uh, game, and uh, it was all Wapsie Valley, 26 to nothing there. Gladbrook, Rhinebrook rolls uh, 36 to 12 over Central City. Bondurant, Ferriar, uh, Blue Jays take down the Pella Dutch, 23 to 6. Uh, well, it looks like West Dubuque, uh, uh, I think they're number one in their class and they uh roll all over uh the newton cardinals 41 to 2 here uh, here's a game uh um round guy radio family team another one taking it on the chin another really really good team uh they lost quarter non harder i'm talking about linville Sully here uh they go on the road to face uh what andy crutchinger was really telling me is a really strong uh a big time uh team in ACGC, that's a, a Guthrie Center. That's where the the C is Casey. That's where my dad uh, uh, lives. But they got the win here, twenty eight uh, to eight at home. Uh, are you surprised at any of that? Um, not really. I don't. I, I I don't know enough about them to really make a prediction. To be honest with you, I haven't watched them enough. Just from what I've heard, so. Well, here's a game that looks like it turned out pretty good. Uh, I know this team, Cam, uh, the Cam Cougars or Caminita, there uh, they get a win, but barely, thirty-six to thirty-four over West Bend Mallard. Uh, um, that's kind of a, a an interesting score. At least that's a pretty good game there. Uh, yeah. Madrid or Madrid, uh, forty-two uh, Central Decatur, nothing. Central Decatur's uh, excellent season comes to an end. Uh, now here was a kind of an interesting Grundy Center and and Pella Christian. Grundy Center uh, does grind out a win here, thirty-five to twelve. But Pella Christian equated themselves pretty well, and I think it was like twelve to six or something at halftime, or 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 somewhere uh, early in the game. Uh, Pella Christian really had an outstanding season. But uh, another one of my favorite team bites the dust there. Uh. These Underwood Eagles, they win the AHCTW Vikings 42 to nothing. I know some of our teams might be affected by that game. Another Round Guy Radio team uh, falls here, and it's Lennox over uh, Audubon. We had Coach Burks on it. It's such a good season, <clears throat> but it's a 33 to 8 loss at home. Uh, Regina uh, uh, does come out on top of Wilton, but uh, Wilton equated themselves quite a bit better. They lost 35 than us in the first game, but it's a 33-18 to 18 win here. Uh, yeah, they obviously played better. I was actually up at that game. Yeah, so. you were there in the rain and the mud, and I knew <laughs> yeah. I, I, I knew if uh, Wilton's uh, defense could get their feet underneath them, I think that it would be a, a little better game, and it was a lot better game. My hat's off to the Wilton Beavers is uh um, you got anything to say about that that matchup there? Uh, I you know they didn't come out with the win, but they obviously played this team a lot better than they did just a couple weeks ago. And uh, hats off to them on an incredible season. You know they they played great all year long, and it's sad to see it come to an end. But 
it all it all comes to an end eventually. So, but yeah, that's a that was nice to see them improve upon what I seen a couple weeks ago. So. Well, they had a great season, and and I talked to them, and it's heartbreaking. But um, that's how the playoffs go, man. It's a cruel mistress. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no well, uh, here's another one of the teams. You know, uh, it's not a team we cover directly, although I did get to talk to P- Coach Butch Peterson uh, last year. But the West Branch Bears, we talk about them so much, I kind of include them, you know, in yeah. there, uh, in that Round Guy Radio family adjacent anyway. But they go down to NMFL Marmac uh, uh, 21 to nothing here. Uh, and another one of our team's bites of this. I, now, this uh, uh, summer Fredericksburg, uh, they win 9 to 7 over Emmitsburg. I think some people were talking about that might have some implications for some of our teams, but maybe some of our teams that are out already. Uh, well, uh, Webster City beats Nevada twenty-one to seven. I seen Lisbon went down to East Buchanan as well. Yeah, I watched that game, and and East Buchanan really got off to a good start and kept it going. Uh, CD App, uh, Rapids Xavier uh, beats Indianola seventeen to ten. That looks like a pretty good game. But uh, Cedar Rapids Xavier is pretty tough, so my hat's off to Indianola there. Yeah. Mount Vernon uh, uh, rolls here 50-6 to against Independence. Uh, I'm trying to get to some of these other scores. I know the, okay. A couple of the higher classes I had uh, that aren't really in our area but are pretty close. I mean, they ain't too far away from where I'm at. Davenport Assumption. Lost to West Delaware, fifty-eight forty-five. They did. Yeah. Okay. I that got. I got Solon beaten Fort Madison, fifty to seven. That's, you know, not too surprising, I guess. Solon's always good. <laughs> Very good. Uh, we're good. Okay. Uh, Clarksville, uh, uh, Indian Valley uh, took their last train to to Clarksville, but it didn't. Uh, Come out like the last time. They lose this one 50 to 8. Uh, but uh, Iowa Valley made so many um, lifetime memories in that 78 77 win over BGM uh, in the other round. So uh, they, had, they had a pretty great playoff performance then. And I'm just not seeing. There it is. Yeah. Uh, East Buchanan 38, Lisbon 7. There's a few more scores down here. Uh, Rims and St. Mary's goes down. Bishop uh, Marion beats them 21 to 18. There's your, oh, 58 to 54, uh, West Delaware over Assumption. That, that was a pretty great one. North Scott takes out Dakota, Decatur. Uh, and that's, uh, that's the whole cookie. That's all, that's, that's, that's how the cookie crumbles. You got anything else for the scoreboard, uh, listeners or? Anything about uh, your videos or anything? Just on the outskirts of the Quad Cities there, so I'm I'm close to that way. But I know North Scott did beat Decora, and Bettendorf beat Iowa City High 32-21. North Scott 35-7 over Decora. So you 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 get those scores that aren't on the board. You know, I don't know how you do it. You got your 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 spies and your informants <laughs> keep you up on it. Well, Jeff, uh, um, are you are you happy with a little mixture of sadness? 
I am. You know, it's sad to see it come to an end, but it's been a lot of fun covering a great amount of teams this year and getting to know some of these kids and parents and players and all that stuff. It's always fun. Uh, Like you said, it's sad to see a lot of them playing their last game ever, and some of them would be back next year, but we'll be there cheering them on again. So that's just how it goes. And if you play basketball, I'll probably see you play basketball this year as well. So. Well, let's hope that Camp Buffington um, can uh, uh, heal up yeah. from whatever that is. That, uh, and hopefully it's not serious. Well, yeah, I hope not. You know, if we're going to get this state title, we're going to need him, I'm thinking. Yeah, for sure. He's a key part of that team, for sure. All right. Well, uh, um, get them highlights out there because I think there's going to be some really stellar performances you got on video tonight. Yeah, for sure. Uh, like I said, Hutchinson played great. There's there's a lot of big plays. Some of the touchdowns weren't, woo, you know, big-time highlights, but the plays before it were. So uh, there'll be some good footage coming out tonight. And uh, defensively, that like I said, it was a defensive battle that first half. There's a, a lot of a lot of defensive plays being made, so it'll be a good good footage, I think. All right. Well, thanks for being with us. Yep. Thanks, Dave. We want to thank the following sponsors for football this year. We want to thank Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa, Mike's Auto Sales of Muscatine, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa. Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent. Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, R&B Brakes Sports Cards of Dubuque, Iowa, Richardson's Tech Solutions, Farmers Co-op and Vision Ag, and the Packwood Locker, soon-to-be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa.